Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode number 35, wow, of Glass City Game Time, one of America's great sports podcasts, brought to you, as always, by The Blade. My name is Corey Christen, and thanks for listening once again. As always, we appreciate you checking us out each week, and if this is your first time joining me, welcome aboard. Each week on ToledoBlade.com, on Blade News Slide, and the various podcast outlets that we are available on each week. This week, we're very excited to welcome in Andy Tracy, who currently is the manager at the AAA level for the Columbus Clippers. They are an affiliate of the Cleveland Indians. But more importantly, at least here in the Toledo area, he is one of the brainchilds of the Save BGSU Baseball Fund. And if you recall, on May 15th, Bowling Green State University announced that the baseball program was done, effective immediately. Well, how about this? 18 days later, if this is not a sign of community, I don't know what is. 18 days later, $1.5 million was raised, spearheaded by the Save BGSU Baseball Fund. And now over the next three seasons, $500,000 goes to each season. There's funding for that program, and the program was reinstated. Andy and I chatted late last week about the initiative and about raising those funds and how that came about, and eventually his working and the program's working with Bowling Green Athletic Director Bob Moosebrugger on the whole deal. Moosebrugger, of course, a former baseball player at BG as well, so not a decision he probably wanted to make, and hopefully... Now that the funds are there, that the program can get back up and running, and we're all excited to see what happens, and we thank Andy for taking time to join us, and let's get right to it. Without further ado, enjoy this interview with Andy Tracy, and I'll talk to you at the end of the podcast. Andy, first off, thanks for taking some time to join us. I guess in a silver linings perspective... No minor league baseball season right now, but on the flip side, that's opened up your calendar to work with the Save BGSU Baseball Fund. And May 15th, the program goes away. Less than 20 days later, it's reinstated again thanks to those efforts, and we definitely want to talk to you about that in extent. But first off, what are your thoughts right now around the baseball stoppage and really how baseball has handled this navigation through the coronavirus quarantine? Yeah, I mean, obviously, um, there's tons of challenges out there, not only in, in the athletic world and professional sports world, but in, in society. And, you know, we're thinking about um, getting the MLB season back. And, you know, that's important for a lot of people um, within that bubble. So waiting for MLB and the Players Union to agree on, on uh, certain things, and then past that, you can look at the challenges that it would take for a minor league season to happen. But the first and foremost thing we have to worry about is MLB owners and players coming together on agreement and then going from there and see uh, what the plan is coming out of that agreement. Yeah, and it seemed like there's still a few steps to go with that. And I guess time will tell as to what's going to happen with the major league season. But You've been a very busy man as a Bowling Green State University baseball alumnus. And on May 15th, we learned that the university was going to cut the baseball program. And you and a group of alumni, both from baseball and non-baseball, 
really acted quickly and mobilizing efforts to reinstate the program. Let's kind of go back to that May 15th when maybe you learned that the university was cutting the program. What was your initial reaction to everything and what were some of those first thoughts? Yeah, I think that uh, the whole alumni base were, first of all, surprised, um, kind of a punch in the gut, what just happened. And then disappointment set in. Um, We are on a bunch of uh, tech strands with players I played with. And, and, you know, there was obviously some disappointing statements made on there in a private, uh, private setting, but uh, understanding that the administration had to make a decision because there was challenges with COVID and the cuts from the state. Once we figured out uh, what was going on and why the cuts happened, you know, we can't change what happened in the past. We got to, Look what look what we can do in the future and execute in the present and, and see where it goes from there. I know the, the one thing about it is uh, Moose talked about behind the scenes. He had been talking to some significant boosters about this for a while. But a lot of us didn't know about that. So we all know that things happen behind the scenes uh, more often than not in any event in life. So disappointed and uh, shocked uh, was our initial reaction. Moose, of course, Bob Mooseburger, the athletic director at Bowling Green. And when he made the announcement that the university was cutting the baseball program, he was taken aback by it. Of course, Bob is a former baseball player at BG as well, and not not necessarily a move that he wanted to make, but a move that for the sake of the university and for budgets, they feel that they had to make. You know, some of those early conversations that you had with Bob in trying to get the funds together to reinstate the program. What were some of those early conversations like? Well, um, my uh, position in in this uh, campaign was more of a uh, bridge between eras. So my high school coaches, Mike Lancier, Chris Dill, uh, was talking to the 70s crew. I was talking to the 90s group, trying to bridge to the 2000s, and then the 70s were trying to get to the 80s bringing everybody together so we could pull this rope in the same direction and not have splintered groups where we were pulling in all different directions and we couldn't get a united uh, message. Uh, once we got together, there was a, a group of leaders and significant alumni uh, who who have donated in the past. We're able to get, we all get together on a Zoom call, uh, discuss what our goals are and try to put a number together so that these alumni could get behind uh, closed door with the administration and talk about uh, what we can do to save the program. And, and thankfully enough, the administration was gracious enough to let them in and, and have discussions and dialogue about um, how we can make it better. You mentioned the 70s and the 90s to the 2000s. I mean, this really was a collective collaborative effort. And um our beat, rep- our beat reporter, Nick Petrovich, who covers BG Athletics, he illustrated in a, in a piece for today's paper that, you know, this was a collective effort. The 70s Mid-American, Con- the, the 72 Mid-American Conference Championship team kept in touch and the 2000s team keeping in touch on social media and email chains and Facebook groups. I mean, this couldn't have, couldn't have been an easy effort to start from the beginning with trying to get everybody on the same page. So what was the message? Obviously, the goal is the same, is to get the program back on its feet. But what was the message conveyed early on 
to those previous alumni and even again the non-baseball alumni yeah you're that's a good point you made there's a lot of uh current families of the players that donated and there's friends of the program that donate so the, the first and foremost we had to send out an email blast uh to get everybody on a zoom call and to get everybody on the same page. And, and we all know that a lot of times 50, 60 zooms, uh, sorry, emails get pushed back to the sender. So finding the right email was, uh, very important. And then after that, getting a message out that we need to come up with some funds, um, getting the guys behind in behind the closed doors to talk about what numbers we do need. And it's, it was in the, the media. It was the five years, uh, 3.75, um, 750 a year. And then that's what we were shooting for initially. And then as they continued to talk and negotiate, they got it down to the three-year uh, 500,000 um, number. And then we had to reevaluate our, our commitments across the board and ask for recommitments from people that who have already committed the initial thought across the board was we love this uh, program. Uh, we love Danny Schmidt and his staff and his players, and, and we got to find a way to bring it back if that is possible. And the $1.5 million mark, you bring that up, it was not only raised very quickly, but the 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 funds are going to cover the non-scholarship operating costs, basically, $500,000 per season over the next three years. I know that this is an effort that is clearly not done and more funds are still being sought after and can be raised. So looking forward, this is the plan to get the program back on its feet, but there's still much more to be said about getting the program running again and to maybe even improve the, the quality of, you know, what's going on at BG with the baseball program. What are some of the plans you know, to continue to fundraise and to further expand upon that. Yeah, it's going to be a continuous effort. Um, this isn't a three-year plan. It's a lifelong plan, obviously. Uh, we just don't want to do it for the short term. You can get a hold of uh, Save BGSU Baseball at the number one at gmail.com. And as we continue to take uh, commitments, not only for these three years, but going forward uh, to continue to support the program, and obviously waiting to get on the backside of the COVID virus and all the challenges the university has currently from a monetary standpoint with state funding and, and enrollment and on-campus living. Hopefully after those three years, we can get on the backside of it and continue to partner with the university and see what we can do to have continued support from, from, that, uh, from that university and the administration. And going back and looking at some of the prominent players that played this role in getting together the Save BGSU Baseball Fund and m making it move forward into the administration and Bob Mooseberger, who are some of those names that you can really attribute to that success and who helped get this ball rolling even further? Yeah, there's, there's, a, there's a whole <clears> – <throat> it was a community effort from the whole uh, alumni base across the board. But the leaders are Dave Litzenberg, uh, Dana Powers, John Mitchell, Bob Zebo, and then obviously the uh, administrative staff at Bowling Green with, with Moose and Rodney Rogers allowing us to talk to them and discuss things 
but it, it the most important thing to stress it, it was a community involvement campaign from current players and their families uh friends of the program and baseball alumni across the board it, it was a great effort and we're still continuing to reach out and get numbers uh Obviously, monetary numbers are great, but we also want population, and having a lot of supporters is a big deal for us to get them out to uh, the baseball field at BJSU and into the Bowling Green community. One name that had really resurfaced over the last week or so here is Oral Hershiser, who some would consider is the most prominent figure to come out of the BGSU baseball program, and we've talked about, at least here at the Blade, we've talked about Oral's role as an alumnus. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> Excuse me. We've talked here at the Blade about Oral's role as an alumnus, and maybe the relationship wasn't as strong as maybe some would think it would be. What role did he play in helping to get this back on track? Uh, he was he was wonderful. Uh, we got to him finally had a chance to talk to him and, and discuss what was going on with the program. And he jumped in um, here at the end just because he found out about it. And through discussions, he was added to uh, some player Zoom calls and to alumni Zoom calls along with friends of the program and, you know, rededicated himself to the program and to the student-athletes at BG. So he's, he's an integral part of what's going on. Obviously, he's a really – important figure for Bowling Green Baseball uh, with his history of college and pro ball. So he was he was really important to get back into the mix. You talked about there's still more work to be done. What's the next step now that the program is officially back on its feet? What's the next thing that the BGSU Baseball alumni can help with to further the growth of the newly reinstated program? Yeah, continue to support the program, uh, you know, continue to support Danny and his uh, new role and continue to support the staff and getting the word out that Bowling Green Baseball is back. It's a great place. Um, we want people to play there and enjoy the community of, of BGSU and, and the Bowling Green community and get really good student athletes to commit to that program to continue to build on the tradition that we have there. And uh, I know our alumni base and friends of the program are really excited about what can happen in the future. And I think we're all here in Toledo and in the area, very excited to see what the next steps are for this program. Real quick before I let you go, Andy, uh, if there was going to be a minor league baseball season, obviously we're not sure of what's going to happen quite yet. Uh, you would be down in Columbus managing the Clippers you know, you were named manager earlier this year. What were you looking forward to most about getting going as a manager at the AAA level this year? Uh, just uh, along with my staff and, and uh, the players, just developing guys to go to the big leagues to win baseball games in the major leagues for, for Tito and the Cleveland Indians organization. I mean, that's your ultimate goal in AAA is, is help guys and partner with players to develop get into the big leagues, win ball games, and, and, and win the World Series. That's our all-team goal in, in post-sports. And, um, that's what you look forward to in AAA, bridging that gap and send them, send them to Cleveland, and, and they stay up there and have a great career. 
if the minor league season, for whichever reason, does not get underway, is there any plans maybe to help out and instructs back in Arizona? Do you know if there's any kind of plans for you? Man, I wish I could give you an answer to that. There's so many uh, what-ifs going on right now uh, from Instructs, Arizona Fall League, Jackie Squad. Um, none of us know what's going on. We just know what's been talked about. But the, the scenarios are, are all the way across the board. Um, obviously, uh, we're all looking to get back on the field because I haven't not been on the field in 25 years. Uh, so it's it's a little... Uh, difficult at times being home, but under the circumstances, um, everybody's going through struggles, and we're just uh, trying to uh, get through it as a uh, as my family and, and our organization is. Has everybody around your circle been safe throughout this coronavirus quarantine? Yeah, everybody's been safe, uh, healthy, and uh, continue to keep precautions about what's going on. Best thing this past week is I got to see my son play a doubleheader and then a single game on Tuesday. So I've gotten to see some baseball, which has been uh, pretty exciting. Yeah, slowly but surely, sports is working its way back. And I think that's something that everybody's glad to see. Um, Andy, thanks for taking a few minutes here to join me. And congratulations on this successful mobilization of getting the BG program back on its feet. Still like you said, a lot of work to be done, and we're excited to see what those next steps are for you. Thanks for having me, and yeah, we're really excited. And like I said, save BGSU Baseball 1 at Gmail. If you guys want to commit to the program, nothing uh, too small, nothing too big. But uh, thanks a lot for having me. There you go. My thanks again to Andy for taking time to join me this week. And you heard him say it there at the end. SaveBGSUBaseball1 at gmail.com. SaveBGSUBaseball, the number one, at gmail.com. If you're interested in donating to the SaveBGSUBaseball fund, that is the email to contact for information on how to do that. $1.5 million in the span of 18 days and... At least for the next three seasons, there will be baseball at Bowling Green State University. Big congratulations to the Save BGSU Baseball Fund on really an extraordinary achievement over those 18 days. And we hope for continued success with the fundraiser. Thanks again to Andy, and thank you for listening to this episode 35 of Glass City Game Time. If you enjoyed the show or want to go back to listen to previous episodes, last week we talked to Jerry Snodgrass the executive director of the OHSAA, about plenty of rule changes and how the association worked through the coronavirus pandemic. A lot of good stuff from Jerry last week. If you want to do that, you can find us in many different ways on ToledoBlade.com, on Blade News Slide, and on various podcast outlets, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Spotify. Please subscribe. We appreciate that. And please like and share this episode or previous episodes. That goes a lot farther than you might think. So, for Andy Tracy, my name is Corey Crisson. Thank you for listening, and I will talk to you next week.